0: The key to your better future is you. And the key to my better future is me. Welcome to Fly Nation. You could be anything that you want to be. Believe me, believe me. Fly day. You could be anything that you want to be. Believe me. Hey, hey. You could be a doctor, a lawyer, a manager, an employer, an actor, contractor, or a chiropractor. Oh, got do it. Yes, work and manifest Yes, never settle for less No, no, work and manifest Yeah, 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 yeah. Yes, I'm big man now oh. I want to see what life is If it's full of hardship or full of niceness listen likes like to gamble like rolling dices I want a piece of the pie, come give me some slices In the morning when I open up my eyelids I, I-, I give thanks to God I'm not lifeless Enjoy your moments in life that is priceless Give thanks to the highest, yes you could be what you wanna be, anything you wanna be, believe you could be it You could do what you wanna do, anything you wanna do, I'm telling you, pursue it You could be anything that you wanna be, believe me, believe me You could be anything that you wanna be, believe me uh, and You could be a solo or a president Change the world for the better man Make the change, make it evident All we gotta do it. Yes, work and manifest, yes, never settle for less no. Work and manifest, yeah yeah, and always do your best, yeah. Yo. Cause, I'm fed up of the poverty, I want to sweet reality Long life, fun life, longevity, let me and my family live happily Anything I want, I get, I manifest, and I don't stop. there, no I'm working hard for it I quit, I never win, and I win, I never quit I looked up to the sky and said, I'll be there in a bit Moving fast like a rocket, don't need no spaceship. Full speed ahead now, go short circuit. This kind of skills cannot be purchased. But my will hate, give them some kerchief, yeah. Ooh. You could be anything that you want to be, believe me, believe me. You could be anything that you want to be, believe me. Eh, eh. You could be a doctor, a lawyer, a manager, an employer, an actor, contractor, or a chiropractor. What we gotta do it. Yes, work and manifest. Yes, never settle for less. No, work and manifest. Yeah, 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 yeah. and always do your best, yo. You could be anything that you want to be. Believe me, believe. Fly It You could be anything that you want to be. Believe me, believe me. Yes, work and manifest. Yes, never settle for less. No no. no, no, work and manifest. Yeah, yeah, and always do your best, yo. Welcome to Fly Nation.
1: Yes, um, viewer discretion is advised if y'all know y'all can't handle any sort of cursing, profanities, this is not the podcast for you because I will be using all manner of vocabulary. So if y'all know y'all can deal with fuck, shit, damn, nigga, bitch, who all the words, Especially the words in PC culture, this is not the podcast for you. This is a viewer discretion. You all could view at your own discretion. So, with that being said, enjoy the podcast. You ready? Right. Yeah. All right, all right, all right. Sound check. Good, everything. Good connection. Good. Um, welcome back, welcome back, um, folks. Um, this is the Ignorant Bliss podcast. Uh, I am your host, Trini Hotep. Um I'm finally back from this long hiatus um, and make a episode to tell you what's going on. So I really wanted to start off this new season with, with this specific um, episode. I wanted you to get some intellectual um discourse going. So um I'm going to let my my, my guest introduce himself um he's one of the bros for real that i've met on other platform so one introduce himself uh, we'll definitely get into today's topic I, I think y'all will love it um this is going to be one for the history books <laughs> so um introduce yourself bro so we could get into this this topic man
2: yeah sure uh hey everyone i am huey the goat um i am a moderator uh and admin of a club on clubhouse called the Black Brotherhood, um, where we deal with a lot of, uh, you know, men and women issues um, concerning the black community. I'm a copywriter, um, creative consultant, graphic designer. um, um, I work in advertising and branding and media in general. um, And I'm also a hobbyist, uh, I guess pseudo intellectual, um, <laughs> part-time armchair philosopher. I don't, I, I don't, <laughs> I don't know <laughs> how to quite describe it or characterize it myself. But I'm a fan of psychology, um, and uh, dabble in a little bit of philosophy, moral philosophy particularly. Um, and yeah, um,
1: pro patriarch. Um, so. <laughs> well, lovely that you say that because. Um, today's episode um, will be what is really patriarchy um, we have we have at least two hours to really dive deep i don't know if we can use that two hours um, but we really can see what we could really um dissect about patriarchy and the misconceptions and the truth and, and also the falsehoods so um today's topic is what really is patriarchy um before we really get into it I, I would love to ask you what what is patriarchy
2: um well i i, I think for all in for all intents and purposes um patriarchy is um sort of a, a system of some kind in which men hold power um exclusively um, um exclusive to women um the the the, the Their counterparts. Um, So I think that's essentially it in the most basic form. Now, obviously, this is going to slightly be adjusted or tweaked or or the context might might change what it looks like. Um, But ultimately, that's what I think we're talking about when we talk about what a patriarchy is. Um, I think it's important to have that very basic definition to start with before building on like other social theories on top of it.
1: Hmm. Hmm. All right. Yes. I, I, I would say that is the definition of patriarchy. We all know what patriarchy is. Men hold the power. Women are, are, are by and large excluded from that, that, that system. Uh, men men run the show, right? Um, yeah. Right. Before we really get into this, um, would, would, you, would you say the West in, in where I live in, you in South Africa, right? the West, right, Western countries or, or Western or Western co- uh, countries that run on our Western ideologies, would you say that they are patriarchal?
2: Um. Yeah, I mean, that's a tough question. I've been thinking about it lately. Um, you know, before, I used to characterize what we're living in now as sort of a gynocentric patriarchy. Um, mm. it, it, at some point, it, it was certainly the case that we got here by building um, on top of a patriarchy. So we were certainly a patriarchal society um, for the most part. Um, And I'm referring to Westernized countries. The West for a long time was patriarchal to some, to a very large extent, Um, to the extent that um, there were certain rights and privileges extended to men um, that were exclusive to men. And I think maybe we'll probably get into it a little bit later, but uh, I believe that there was uh, some sound reasoning as to why this needed to be the case and why it might not have been viable alternatives to this. Um, But yeah, the West, Mm -hmm. I would generally characterize as a a patriarchy, Um, it was certainly built as a result of it being a patriarchy. But Mm -hmm. what what it looks like today is, is an interesting debate. I mean, obviously that's going to change from country to country. Um, and the reason it's an interesting debate is that a lot of the rights and privileges has, have sort of been blown up and opened to both sides um, and both genders, right? And um, one could argue that there are some rights extended to women that aren't necessarily extended to men. And so to what extent are we truly living in a patriarchy anymore? Um, and I think that's a fair argument. Um, uh, I don't know what to respond to that except to say the opposite of a patriarchy isn't actually necessarily a matriarchy though. So I, I, I would agree that maybe today it's mm. not exactly a patriarchy, but it's not actually a matriarchy.
1: Mm. Mm. Well, 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 what I would say of that is I, I take the hard stance of um, the West tends to be very egalitarian as of now, right? Women can attain any sort of power today, high positions. Um, let's take for instance, my country. Um, women are in politics like heavy, right? Women, women are, are, are members of parliament. They make up like a, a good portion of that. Um, we had we had a woman prime minister. We had a woman actually running the show. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? first woman to ever run the show. Now we have our first president, head of state. So I would say um, in that regards, if women can even have these positions of power, I I could say for the most part, we aren't living in the sort of peace that we have traditionally always known. I think, um, yeah, men still, do, men still do the work, but men don't necessarily hold the power exclusively, it's shared. I don't know if you think that, but that's what I think when it comes to this debate of if the West is a patriarchy or not.
2: Yeah, I mean, certainly, I think, I think, um, I, I would certainly say that there's no doubt that the opportunities for power are, are certainly shared. Um, whether or not power is shared is kind of like depending on the individuals of whatever society we're looking at, right? I think, broadly speaking, the West um, um, is closer to egalitarianism than it is to patriarchy. The the only reason why I wouldn't say, um, um, call it an egalitarian society is uh, because, like I noted before, um, there are certain rights that men don't have in certain Western countries, like let's say, for example, the US. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure what it's like in the UK, so I suppose I'd have to consult with somebody in the UK, but um, a simple example would be things like, let's say, abortion. Right? The general stance across the board in, in most Western countries is you know, my right, my choice, that, uh, my, my body, my choice, um, that uh, I guess women have the rights to abort. Um, and even when they don't have the rights to abort, it's not as if men have particular rights to call for an abortion, right? because ultimately it's, it's, it's a woman's body. So in that regard, that's one right I can think of um, and uh, several other examples, but that's one example of a right that I can think of that's sort of exclusive to women now. Um, So it wouldn't necessarily be egalitarian by definition. I I don't know if it's even possible to have a truly egalitarian society. Um, I think Mm. that's really complicated to, to, to get into. But for the most part, it's certainly a lot more closer to being egalitarian than it is patriarchal um, today, it might be patriarchal in, in, in what people from the outside um, looking in observe um, in terms of, of like the numbers of men in, in, in power. But uh, I think what tends to happen when we're talking about this is that there's a weird sort of implication that because men are in power, it's as a result of a patriarchy, as opposed to as a result of making the decisions to seek that power, which women can also do mm. in today's societies.
1: Well, yeah, I I think I would agree with that. Um, I think this debate on, on whether the West is, is a patriarchy or not, and, and women is oppressed or not under this system, uh, uh, I think it, it could be debated, but I, I would really, I, I tend to challenge that because if a woman could 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 even become vice president of a, of of one of the most strongest nations in the world, uh, and she now holding this source of power, I, I would say um that yes, women could 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 sort of shape power with men in that regard, and if women could even make choices on on laws, and choices on on people's actual everyday lives, I I, I think. It it wouldn't be strictly like a hundred percent egalitarian. I don't think women ever want that. <laughs> women still want the, the privileges of what of what patriarchy really is. I I think women don't actually want men to to benefit from the said system that they created. I, I don't know what really is the stance on that with you, but I think that that is really what is happening today.
2: Um, yeah, uh, I, yeah, I think it's it's a it's a pretty complicated issue, generally speaking. Um, I mean, it, I I think for the most part, we're at a point now where we're having to to, to ask some important questions about um, this. What I would characterize as an experiment in feminism, right? And 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 where it leaves us now in terms of. Um, rights, privileges and responsibilities. I think we're not having enough of that discussion. We traditionally haven't had enough of that discussion. And now we're in a bit of an odd place where we can't really characterize what's going on as a patriarchy anymore. If, if we're being legitimately the um, objective in analyzing what a patriarchy is um, in particular Western countries, but let's say particularly America, we can't really say it's a, it's a patriarchy. Um, even somewhere like the UK, Britain, I don't know if we can comfortably say it's a patriarchy when, let's say, England has had um, two female prime ministers who were able to ascend the ranks and, and, and get to the top and theoretically mm-hmm. do have the same power that her male counterparts would have had. In fact, you could argue that if you're a female prime minister, you have the most power and you're a woman. So it's like that society, mm-hmm. you couldn't necessarily comfortably say, oh, this is a patriarchal society in which like power is excluded to women because here you have. A woman at the top. So, uh, uh, England has had uh, Ma- Margaret Thatcher and Theresa May, um, and this mm-hmm. is not even looking at the British royalty and the monarchy, which you know we have the Queen of England or whatnot. And you know, um, so it's hard to say what people actually mean now when they say patriarchy, um, if they're being legitimate and, uh, and, and, and honest and objective about a discussion about patriarchy. I think what I hear more often is. When people talk about patriarchy what they're actually describing is really just um societies in which men um tend to perhaps um in some regards out outrank women by dint of what these men have achieved and i sometimes feel like the argument gets straw manned to say that because we have certain men in power Therefore, it must be um, a patriarchy when it's like, well, you could have been in power too as a woman, but a lot mm. of women are not necessarily making the same choices those men want, uh, those men are making. A lot of women want different lifestyles, you know, different lives. And those women who do choose to pursue and compete with men and get to the top, um, end up getting to the top. That's the nature of the game, right? They end up ascending the hierarchies. Now, some people mm. would say, well, it's it's a lot tougher for a woman um, to, to get to the top than it is for a man and I don't know how that makes sense right I I, I, I couldn't imagine how um, I suppose it depends on the industry we're talking about but like at the same time it just doesn't make sense to me that it would be easier for a man to compete with other men other men than, than it would be for a woman depending on the uh, on the arena if, if, if we're not talking about biological or physical limitations here um, I don't understand why if we look at something like female business owners, right? What exactly mm-hmm. the, co- what exactly the complaint or the issue would be there? If you're female business owners, you can compete with other men and rise to the top of the ranks, right? Um, um, you own your own business, you're selling product. the market, you know, place dictates the prices um, and um, the speed at which you'll ascend, I guess. Um, you can do all of that. And there's no policy, there's, there's no sort of political agenda to stop you. In fact, there are more political agendas to sort of encourage you to do so. Um, But we still see the same rhetoric being used almost to describe women's plight as some kind of um, oppression as a result of a patriarchal system. And it's like, I don't know, if we can agree that there's a patriarchy, um, I think we'd have to actually start there to see whether we can even agree that there is a patriarchy. And then even if we do... We'd have to have another argument on top of that if, 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 if to determine whether the patriarchy is the thing that's stopping you, right? And it gets more and more complicated. So I guess um, whilst we're still at the general level, um, I would certainly say that like the whole patriarchy discussion tends to get straw manned um, and, and, and hyper emotion, emotional and, and charged with <laughs> politicized language very quickly. Um, so much so that by the time we get to the granular level of looking at case by case or example by example, Um um, it's already pretty much clear that you can't ever really have a discussion about the patriarchy objectively um, with people who outright believe that it's oppressive and 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 that it's anti-woman. And as long as not all women are happy, therefore it must be as a result of like the patriarchy. Uh That's generally sort of like the, the summation of these arguments
1: right uh, 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 and this is the and this is really what what I mean is is, is, is the falsehoods of, of what people think patriarchy was or what it is and and a way to really tell, I really tell me what you think that, that that people get wrong in general about about what patriarchy, why it was developed and and why it held up for this long period of time and if it even oppressed women. Or if it even excluded women from from certain rights or rights in general, right? Because we tend to hear the argument of um, um women were just straight out oppressed, and and uh, and women were just like second to third class citizens. I, I really wanted to flesh that out and, and tell me what you think are the faults so that what people get wrong in general, especially women, when it comes to patriarchy.
2: Right. Um, well, for one, I would say I would I would argue that the biggest problem or issue that people tend to get what well, I feel that people tend to get wrong with patriarchy is making the leap between exclusion and oppression within the definitions. So when I start discussing these things a lot of the times or when we're having um, debates or or sometimes just really tense discussions, um, most people can agree on that very basic definition I, I put forward at the beginning um, um, for what a patriarchy is. Um, and sometimes I feel like they're agreeing just to move on but they haven't really legitimately agreed from a place of, I actually understand exactly what the words you've said are and what they mean and, 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 and so on and so forth. But they also know that perhaps they can't really take apart that um, definition because um, at that point we'd be quibbling over semantics and we wouldn't get far in the discussion. Um, But irrespective of all of that, um, most people conflate um, exclusion and oppression. And I think that's one of the biggest problems. In the definition I gave before, I said patriarchy is a system in which men hold power to the exclusion of women, right? Um, Primarily, and obviously there's the second definition um, which talks about how um, lineage is traced through the father rather than the mother. That's also patriarchy, but it connects. I'll connect it later, but it's, it's a system in which men hold power to the exclusion of women. And I think we're not careful enough to understand that there's a huge difference between excluding somebody from something and oppressing somebody from something, right? So if you're intending to oppress somebody from something, you might exclude them from that thing but just because you exclude somebody from a thing doesn't mean you are oppressing them, right? Mm. Like, the two aren't, it, it doesn't work the same. The other, like, so it's not like as if exclusion and oppression are synonymous. And I think they tend to be mentally framed the same, right? They're not the same. So I'll give you an example. Um, if I'm attempting to oppress you, I am trying to perhaps exclude you from certain rights and privileges in general. Um, and the way I oppress you might be forceful, and and you know it's a lot more complicated um, than just simply excluding you. There's a whole other set of mechanisms that need to take place in order for me to successfully do this if I'm oppressing you. So an oppressor might exclude people from things, right? An oppressor might also include people in things um, if they feel like it helps with the oppression the other way around. So exclusion isn't necessarily... Um, um, uh, like uh, uh, the only um, um, thing that an oppressor does. I mean, it's, it's really up to the oppressor. The oppressor has a particular goal and objective in mind and is attempting to suppress you or prevent you from certain opportunities or doing certain things. It really depends on what the oppressor is trying to do. right? But if I exclude you in general, um, exclusivity isn't the same as oppression. And I, so I'll give another example, right? So um, a woman should have the right to exclude all men from her body, mm. right? You would never say that that woman is being oppressive to people who feel like they have some kind of right or privilege to their body. Or I'll give you another example, right? <laughs> um, if you have a bank account and you have a PIN number, you're excluding everybody else who doesn't have that PIN number from your bank account. Now you would never say that because people don't have access to your money, you know, um, um, uh, uh, that, you're being oppressive. And I think that's the crazy part. So when we listen to the definition of patriarchy, it says, um, you know, a system in which men have powers, privileges and rights to the exclusion of women. Mm -hmm. That's not to say that by them having those rights and powers and privileges, um, um, they're doing it to oppress women. And I think people don't look at it that way because it's important that you do right. Um, particularly if you care about the more important questions like um, why did we develop patriarchs in the first place? Um, When did they happen? Um, When do they tend to happen? Um, Why is it that in times of chaos, it seems to be a relatively stable system to rely on for for, for many societies and groups? Um, These are important questions. Um, And you can only really start to answer these questions in good faith if you consciously decide to understand the difference between oppression and exclusion, right? That the two are not synonymous terms. This is the biggest problem with the patriarchy discussion. Um, I think all the other problems stem from this one particular issue. If we can't agree that exclusion and oppression are two different things, then every other issue outside of that is
1: inevitable. Mm. You see that, 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 that's the thing. That's the thing. I, I, I think many people would say that, 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 you are pulling on on a straw man when it comes to uh, women excluding like plenty men or the privilege of, of of being with them, right? Uh, and the bank yeah. account um, analogy, uh, and and some people would say you are you are conflating what patriarchy was or is uh, uh, as to as to rights of a bank account or or, or rights yeah. of 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 allowing people to actually have access to your body. But, but it makes sense, right? It makes sense because I think people tend to, to, to really conflate um, exclusion and oppression and, and, and they tend to use the whole slavery thing to, to, to try to prove patriarchy to be this oppressive system. Uh, and I find that a, a little bit um, a little bit too like going farther. they're reaching a little bit, you know what I'm saying. Because- yeah, so
2: I, mm-hmm. I, I totally understand why people would feel that way, right? Because in the examples I gave, I'm, I, I'm happy to acknowledge that the examples I gave are a little bit extreme and they, they pose their own problems. So for one, when you exclude somebody from a bank account, right, um, a bank account isn't something that they necessarily are entitled to or have a right to. And when um, you exclude somebody from your body, your body isn't something that other people have a right to, right? And so that's why the They would point out that that's why um, the examples sort of don't work, but then I'd I'd, I'd point out that we could go into a hypothetical exercise where I can look at example after example after example in which, um, you know, you're excluded from certain things that you do have a right to um, as a result of somebody else using that thing, right? Um, uh, 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 And, then what would you say in that particular regard, right? And I could also give, um, exa- I could also, after that point, go into a deeper discussion as to how do we really determine exactly what people should have rights to in the first place? Um, is it arbitrarily given? Does everybody just get to have rights to everything they want? And it's like, it's, it's a lot more complicated than that, right? Because what happens when we have a scarcity of resources? How do we How do we properly divide X amount um, um, by Y Y amount of people, right? X amount of resources by Y amount of people. It becomes very, very tricky, right? The assignation of rights isn't so simple to say, um, um, everybody just has a right to a certain thing. To some degree, we have to prioritize some people over others. I'll give you an example. Everybody has the right to safety, right? Theoretically. Um, But our society goes to great lengths to prioritizing those most vulnerable when it comes to safety. Okay. So a police, if, if, if a police officer was to get two calls simultaneously, one is, let's say, a domestic battery charge, and he was equidistant from both calls. One is a domestic battery charge uh, against, a let's say, a man and a woman are, are, are having a physical altercation of some kind, and there was another um, in which a child was clearly being... Um, endangered in and in, 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 in abused, and um, both were life-threatening situations. I think, broadly speaking, we'd be okay with the police officer making the call to go save the child. Both have mm-hmm. rights, but at the same time, rights are really tricky. And so, like the assignation of who has a little bit more right, um, conceptually, kind of, I guess, would change in, the, in, in 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 that particular case, right? The officer can only really save one Right. And, and there's a certain exclusivity in that particular example or analogy. Right. He can only save one exclusively. Like, like um, once he goes either right or left right, on that crossroads um, on, the, on, on, on which calls to respond to, he's excluded the other from protection, his protection as a police officer. Now, you wouldn't say that because the officer didn't respond to your call, uh, uh, he has oppressed you. Right. That's mm. not fair. And, and, and so that, that, that would be my argument once again, right? We can create a hypothetical situation either way. Like if you're not happy with the examples I gave, we can create a hypothetical situation in which, um, we are talking about rights that everybody should have. And for whatever reason, you'd be excluded from those things. And just because you're not excluded, just because you're excluded from those things doesn't necessarily mean that you are
1: being oppressed. Hmm. Hmm. You see, you see, we we now we get into the territory of of of, of rights versus privileges, right? <laughs> now we now we get into it, what are actually rights that 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 we supposed to be like afforded just because of our, our shared humanity versus privileges that 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 we get due to just being, you know, privileged. Uh, and, and now we dive in into into if the world should be this utopic like society. That, that people tend to t- tend to want to talk while they're having these conversations because my thing is my thing is under system of patriarchy when 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 men had all the power I, I would I would say that men prioritize certain people in the society uh, and they extended them privileges uh, specifically women and children uh, I think I think under patriarchy women and children had the most amount of safety that they ever had. <laughs> you understand know what I'm saying? And, and and we could still see it today because the, the forming the forming of certain organizations was to actually protect women and children, police, the police service, fire service, and, and, and the social safety nets of, of the West. And I, I think um, people don't see it that way because they still want to talk about this exclusion of, 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 of certain rights to, to, to women and and it, it tends to make it tends to make me like baffle that at how women actually view this i don't know if women are viewing this from a place of privilege or just from a place of, of ignorance you, you have to let me know if 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 people are just being like blatantly obtuse or they really don't know
2: yeah i mean uh, it's 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 I, I would say it's a general truism obviously you know this isn't an absolute but It would probably be generally a truism that as people become more privileged, um, the more ignorant they become to um, the circumstances that were required to be overcome to achieve that privilege or um, the trade-offs of that privilege. Or they become ignorant to um, a life uh, outside of that privilege and, and, and an awareness of what not having that privilege legitimately looks like and what it might demand. So in other words, I I could say that historically speaking, one could see, one could make the general broad argument that um, feminism and the different waves of feminism tended to happen in times in which women were generally incredibly privileged in one way, shape Mm -hmm. or another, collectively. Um, When I think of what probably led to um, what you call maybe the second wave or uh, 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 somewhere in between the second and third waves. I'll, 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 you'll have to fact check me on this one, but um, during the, Mm -hmm. let's say 1950s, 60s and 70s, um, that um, 30 year period in which feminism was starting to develop um, in America in particular, America was going through um, incredible um, industrial changes that were innovating and creating new incredible devices um, that made mm-hmm. home home living much easier in general. Um, uh, America hadn't necessarily lost as much as the rest of the world in war, and so they were out competing everybody. Um, economically, America was sort of on the come up. Um, they had just pretty much cemented and established themselves as a superpower after the Bretton Woods Agreements. And so America was going through incredibly great times and obviously before the 70s before Vietnam and whatnot um, came through um, um, you know uh, generally America was doing pretty well and um, because and I, I and I want to be careful the way I say this because women in America were probably generally um, had a little bit more disposable time it kind of allowed for things like feminism to sort of um, mm-hmm. bubble up again right? There's a lot because remember to be to sit here and intellectualize things like we are now um, is an incredible privilege. It means we're not particularly <laughs> concerned about survival. Um, we're not particularly concerned about um, you know survival-related activities. We're now sort of you know um, I'm 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 fed, so I'm not necessarily like worried about where my next meal is going to come from. I'm not necessarily worried about keeping the house in particular order because I have a lot of devices that make it easier to do so, you know, and, you know, keeping the house in particular order doesn't necessarily directly threaten my survival. So it's like there's a certain, as we become more privileged, the more time we have to sort of think about all the ways we can improve things and make things better and why things aren't perfect now, right? Um, Mm -hmm. When you're not privileged, you don't get to necessarily think about these things, right? You're, you're trying to survive, you're trying to make a day-to-day, you're trying to um, get from point A to point B, you're trying to actualize particular goals um, um, or execute um, particular visions. It's, 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 you don't have time to worry about these things. So I will say that a lot of the times when sort of feminism has bubbled up, it comes from a place of privilege, um, I think, broadly speaking. Um, even today yeah. with with certain you know um, social justice movements, social justice warriors and things like that, there's a degree of privilege that they don't like to acknowledge right to be to, to for a lot of these ideologies and theories come from universities and college campuses and it's like you know to be in college is an incredible privilege you, you take for granted <laughs> you know growing up for you in the middle class it was just the thing that you were going to do always right but a lot of people would kill for an opportunity to have the education you do that's why a lot of these like young people you know will will will, will um Join these, you know, radical movements to make broad social changes. Like, you know, you're talking about these social changes with an incredible amount of privilege. um, And I don't think you realize it. And there's nothing wrong with being privileged, but it can be abused. And I will say this, to be fair, there were certain privileges that patriarchy was able to create for men. And a lot of those men, um, um, I wouldn't say all, I wouldn't even say a majority, I wouldn't even say anywhere close to a majority of those men but a lot of those Mm. men may have abused their privileges because people do have a tendency to abusing their privileges Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and i think i think the reason we had the birth of of women's rights movements was should have been to to focus on the men who were abusing their privileges but not necessarily to completely destabilize the system that allowed them to have those privileges i think that was another key issue with 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 Uh, the problem that I have with patriarchy. Um, I'm sure you've seen this time and time again when you talk to certain people and they'll happily just say, the reason why the world is fucked up is because we live in a white supremacist, um, um, (laughs) white patriarchy type thing. And it's like a lot of the times when people use these buzzwords, they don't actually really know what they're talking about. They haven't thought about it. These are just talking points from 10 minutes of Googling things. They haven't really done the... the the deep research that's required to fully grapple with this knowledge. A lot of people will just parrot things that, 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 that haven't questioned. Right. So they'll say things like, Oh, you know, the reason why, you know, we suffer is because of, you know, white supremacy and all of these other things. And they'll, they'll lay it all at the feet of socially constructed views when it's like, well, it's not as if nature loves us either.
1: Right. Mm. A lot of what
2: we've had to do to get to this point as a civilization is deal with nature on nature's terms, which is happy to kill us with indiscriminately, right? Tsunamis, hurricanes, um, wolves, diseases, um, like all manner of things that are happy to wipe us out um, are things that we've had to push back against as a civilization to build more stable shelters, um, um, advanced medical technologies to prevent us from dying from diseases, um, complex hunting implements to be able to not starve and at the same time to allow us to start um, um complex farming implements to allow us to start um collecting um livestock and 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 grain and all of these other things like we're constantly fighting against nature to a large degree and to say that the world is fucked up only because of like human beings and and the choices we've made is is a little too simplistic the choices we've made are to some degree um as a result of having to sort of deal with nature on nature's terms so the patriarchy isn't the real, isn't the only thing that has ever oppressed women. In fact, the page, I would argue that the patriarchy as a system never really oppressed women. It excluded women, but it never oppressed women. Some men who became privileged um, abused that privilege to oppress women, but the patriarchy was ultimately just a tool for us to move forward as a, as a civilization. And um, you would never say that a tool is bad just because somebody abuses the tool, right? Um, you would say that the person who abused the tool is bad people are happy to say that patriarchy is bad and say that it's an outdated tool and it's like yeah but we'll keep coming back mm. to it time and time again and people don't want to let go of it whether they like it or not they'll come conveniently come back to it so my solution has always been to say let's improve the tool rather than throwing out the tool like, mm. um, let's improve the tool let's i think a better patriarchy would have given women the rights they wanted yeah.
1: I would, I, I would, I would, I would, I would say yes because, uh, because, uh, let we let we be really honest. Um, the people who gave women more rights and more freedom is men, right? <laughs> because men had the power to do so. Men, men said, "Here, look, you want power? Here's power. Here's the freedom. Here's the rights. You could go now and work. You could go now and own shit. You know what I'm saying?" And I think trying to demonize our whole system that 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 many people never really understood because they, they are coming from, 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 from only one lens is insane to me. I, I have, in all the research I have done on, on this particular topic, I have never really seen where the majority of a society really oppressed women and, 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 and labeled them as, as, as second class citizens or even property for that matter. Um, if we really want to take a look at it, I, I, I think when it comes to men and patriarchy, they they have allowed women to ascend to, to heights in previous societies to even to even rule certain societies, right? I don't think I don't think for the majority of of of, of some liberal people, they they tend to not really look at at, at patriarchy with this with this um this neutral way they're supposed to look at it and actually discuss the matter, it it, it tends to just be this negative outlook on on men and patriarchy and we really need to like unpack that a little bit, you know?
2: Yeah, um, absolutely. I think, um, like I said before, we have a propensity um, or or a tendency um, collectively as people, to sometimes, when we're privileged, um, um, take those privileges for granted. I think one thing that a lot of feminists did in trying to um, push for feminism, which my issue with feminism has never necessarily been women wanting more rights. It's been the fact that they wanted those rights at the cost of patriarchy, rather than working with patriarchal sort of systems and saying, how do we improve the patriarchy for the betterment of women? It was always, we need to take down the patriarchy because that's the thing oppressing women, and I, I didn't like that narrative. Um, and I only discovered, um, I only discovered sort of a, a more objective view of a patriarchy by actually getting into a debate one time. I was debating a a a a, a, a woman who proclaimed to be a feminist, and that's fine, no issues there. Um, but when we were debating, we couldn't. I, I noticed that there were a lot of things that we were talking past each other, and we didn't necessarily know what we are talking about. Um, at that mm-hmm. point, I asked the question, what is a patriarchy? And took it back to sort of um, the, the, the elemental sort of part of the debate where we we establish basic premises and and what are we actually talking about? And we both agreed on that definition, a very basic, simplistic definition, which is it's a system in which men um, um, hold power and exclude women. And then I asked some interesting questions that it turns out she didn't have answers to. And she was well-read and well scholared right? Um. um why did patriarchies start, right? Um, and there wasn't really a good answer, right? And it kind of seemed to me, well, don't, don't we think we, we should probably try and figure that out? Because after I realized maybe we can answer that question, in order to keep the conversation going, I just moved on to the next question, which is when did patriarchy start? But that question was, 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 was a critical one. Um, um, why did patriarchy start? Um, when did patriarchy start is, is, is sort of another way to get to that, why? But why did several tribes, civilizations, cultures, groupings of people who have never met each other across the globe at some point or another make the conscious decision to implement patriarchal systems and what existed before these patriarchal systems, right? Mm. And it turns out that there's not a lot of knowledge on, on exactly what it was. Some, pe- some, pe- some scholars would suggest that some tribes must have been matriarchal to some degree, makes sense. And some tribes must have been egalitarian, makes sense. But at some point they adopt patriarchies um, once they get to um, um, a certain stage in development as a civilization. So once they get to complex agricultural um, techniques and and, um, develop certain farming implements and and methods, um, they all of a sudden decide maybe patriarchies. Need to be instituted here, and I wondered why is that? Why do so many tribes that have never met each other make that choice? There must be an element of practicality, or a sort of pragmatist argument happening in those societies in order to, to in order for all of them to, at some point, voluntarily adopt a patriarchal system in the first place. Right? It can't just be the 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 idea that men want to oppress women right? Because that idea for me isn't really even um, sensible, right? Because if men want to oppress women, they can and they do. <laughs> and they don't have to do it at, 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 at any expense, really, collectively, right? So why even give women any power at all, in any circumstance, for any reason, right? Um why not actually just physically, or, or why give women any freedoms th- th- that you didn't have? Like these are imp- these are pro- important, interesting questions, and and so it was from that perspective I realized that maybe my understanding of patriarchy wasn't deep enough, and I started to look into it, um, um, look into um, pe- people people who've written about it, um, women like let's say um, Sylvia Ward, and look into how certain people have critiqued the patriarchy. Um, um looked at feminist definitions, um, you know, and I started to realize that all of the, 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 a lot of the arguments that feminism had to make was that um, it was the men doing the oppressing. Because it's, an, it's, yeah. it's inconvenient to also acknowledge that life in general is oppressive, nature is oppressive to some degree. Yeah. Um, there's lots of oppression everywhere, and you are never just a perfect victim. You are also an oppressor to some degree right, of, of somebody, everybody's both a victim and an oppressor, right, and that it's pretty complicated. Um, that's, too, that's too wishy-washy, you're never gonna sell women on an ideology um, <laughs> um, if that's how you're gonna lead with it. It's like, hey, listen, we should, we, should, we should fight against this group even though this group isn't directly responsible for all our suffering and pain, but let's just fight against them anyway. You kind of need to put it all on that group, right? And the group in this, in, in, in this case is men. Um, I think it's much more palatable and easier to sell feminism when you when 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 you when you put put it against the backdrop of men. And I think that's what historically happened. Now, this isn't to say that all feminists are, are radical and are misandrous and are anti-men, but it's just to say that I think sometimes we're disingenuous and not admitting that is definitely an element. Um, there's definitely an element of that um, in, in in a lot of feminist rhetoric, and anti-patriarch,
1: uh, patriarchal rhetoric in general. No, yeah, exactly, exactly. And I remember when you first said, um, if men wanted to really oppress women, we can, right? And I really took a step back and really look at it and analyze it. And I said, that is that is like, uh, <laughs> that is true, right? That is, that is true, men have the capabilities to really oppress women and and if we really wanted to really oppress women we can we we didn't need to give women rights we didn't need to do all these things you know Sam? we didn't need to pay bills for women we didn't need to take out women all now we could have been living in 2022 where women are just property and they just we could just breed with them and 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 and, and further in the next generation right but but I think that is a really low intelligence um argument to just say that men just wanted to just oppress women and men just wanted to own women as property um if we really want to take a look at, at when patriarchy started I think that's a that's a debate in an, in of it in of itself we could have said it started back at at, at the hunter-gatherer stage but i I think in 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 my analysis is that um, when when men and women took a look at nature at that point in time, in that period of time, I think they, they came to a decision and just and just said, listen, we are going to develop this system and, and men are going to be the one to lead it. And I, I don't think men, any majority ever even wanted to like oppress women. I, I think it was just like women, women going to have exclusive rights for themselves and men gonna have exclusive rights to themselves and the the cogs of the machine going to work. And I think that has really helped society has progressed to this point. And I think think in general, people tend to take a look at, at, at how history has progressed as this stagnant, kind of one-way track thinking about men just grinding women into the dirt at every point in history and that 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 to me is very very low intelligence
2: yeah but at the same time it's almost understandable because you would have almost had to play that game in order to mm. push the agenda that you would have wanted right because without that piece of, of or, 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 or narrative, Um, you don't necessarily have a justification really for trying to buck the system and and Mm. not maybe participate in the system and try and change the system from the inside, right? Um, I will say that a lot of, um, um, let's say, third wave or second wave feminists, um, uh, however you, I guess, define them, um, third wave or second wave feminists um, weren't trying to improve the system from the inside. They were trying to create a whole separate movement outside of the system to fight for its own rights. And um, to do this, like I said, they would have had to create a narrative that sort of demonized the system as a whole. And so this is why even in, by today's sort of, um, in, in today's rhetoric in general, you, you'll hear a lot of things like internalized misogyny. And it's like, what, what exactly does that mean?
1: <laughs> um, or internalized
2: misogyny as a result of a patriarchal institution. And it's like, okay, I hear a lot of millennials using this, these these terms in this language. Um, and it's like, I, it, for me, there's a weird sort of irony and a bit of disingenuousness that I that I naturally intuitively feel when I hear people use terms like that internalized misogyny, internalized, like, what do you mean by internalized misogyny, right? Oh, the view that uh, uh, men are more superior to women, um, and it's like, well, what do you mean? What do you mean by that? Because there are some regards in which well, men and women are different. And so there's some of these differences are advantageous to men. And some of these differences are disadvantageous, disadvantageous to men. And then some of these differences are, are advantageous to women. And some of these differences are also disadvantageous to women. Nature stacked the deck in, in particular ways. And at one point in history, might was right. Um, mm. So even in an egalitarian society, whoever's the strongest um, and can dominate others had a bit of an edge over others, whether that person was a man or a woman. But it turns out, biologically speaking, we're different. And um, um, nature has given men certain privileges, biological privileges, which give us an edge um, in this domination um, game right? of might is right. So even in in, in a perfectly egalitarian world, right, um, um, socially at least, um, physically, men still had a bit of an edge and that mattered if it came to might as right, right? Uh, At some point, might was right. Like if you you could hunt and you were a really good hunter um, and you could also fight off people who potentially be trying to steal your food or would wanna take your food by force, um, if you could cooperate with people and collectivize with people um who were also strong, you could create a pretty strong race of people or group. And it it, it 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 increased your odds of survival. And unfortunately, if you didn't have the strength advantage, you kind of lost out a little bit. Right. And I think ironically, what patriarchies did was it forced in ingenious ways, men to share their privileges, mm. right? Um, it incentivized men to do things that were counterintuitive to their survival, but mm. for the benefit of the collective. I think that's one thing that patriarchy doesn't get enough credit for doing.
1: No, but but this is but this is the thing, Huey. This is the thing, Huey. I think, and it comes down to, to this question, right? It comes down to this thing of, of, feminists and and liberal people love to say how patriarchy also harms and makes men do things that they don't have to do. And taking a look at that 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 statement is is wild to me because I don't know if these people have even ever ask men their opinion on that matter at all, right? Because Mm -hmm. it it would serve them right to ask men if they even want to do these things to uphold society versus just saying that it harms men as well. And nobody tends to ask men if they even want to do these things and put themselves at risk For the betterment of society and that's the problem but i want to hear what you think about the statement that patriarchy also harms men and makes men do things that they don't have to do so uh, my simple response to that would be well
2: i view patriarchy as a tool societies used to um, create progress for those societies and move forward um the tool on its own doesn't harm men. It's other men who use this tool maybe to harm other men, right? Um, Mm -hmm. That might happen, but patriarchy in and of itself is nothing more than a tool. Like, so, like a hammer is a tool, right? Um, Mm -hmm. If I take a hammer and hit somebody on the head with it, you don't say that the hammer harmed him. You'd say I harmed him using a hammer, right? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, (laughs) um, Right? So you wouldn't demonize the tool. and, and, And I think... We don't, uh, I don't know why we don't, um, some feminists will, uh, but I don't know why we don't check the reality that, hey, patriarchy is just a tool and it might be an outdated tool, it might be a hammer from the 16th century, but we could still improve it, right, um, you know, and add a couple of things to it, right, um, um, reinforce the steel, you know, like, you, you, you know what I mean, Re- restore the hammer, reinforce it, um, 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 you know, make it better, um, replace some of the materials. Like, you can improve tools. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, so uh, my, my argument to the idea that patriarchy also harms men, it's kind of like, ah, uh, patriarchy incentivizes men to to do a lot of things and including um, 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 potentially die for women for the greater good of society, as well as to put themselves in harm's way to some degree um, for women and children um, for the good of society as a whole. Um, it incentivizes them, but they don't have to do that. right? Remember when, when, when you're dealing with social systems, you don't have to do anything those sort, sort of systems tell you to do. If you're willing to leave that society and go out into the wilderness and survive on your own, you, you can do that, right? Is that really a viable option? No, not really, but you can, right? Unless we're talking about systems like, let's say slavery or something like that in which it, 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 they deliberately prevented you from doing that. But a lot of patriarchal societies didn't necessarily stop women from like, doing a mass migration out. It's just, it mm. didn't necessarily give them the best survival, survival, survival ability at that particular point. And par- at the point at which you leave any tribe or society, you become a competitor. So, it's like if you leave my family or my tribe, now you're a different tribe. And let's just, you know, just if, if, if there's limited resources, now you're a competitor and I'm going to body you either way. Um, but it's not so simple as, you know, it's it, like, I think like history is really complicated um, at the best of times. And it's even more complicated when we're talking about the patriarchy. The patriarchy doesn't um, force men to do anything, it creates incentives. Um, for men to to behave in certain ways, and if you behave in the certain in certain ways for long enough, you get certain types of rewards, right? Those privileges and rights that uh, you get granted those things, right? Um, as a result of you behaving a certain way, and if you don't behave a certain way, and you behave in a in a in a way that's counterintuitive to society as a whole, you also get punished, right? Mm. Um, in a lot of ways, uh, um, a lot of our ideal ideas of law could be said to be attributed to patriarchies in the first place, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Um, Because to some degree, patriarchies sort of require the enforcement of the law um, by other men, right? Like I'll, 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 I'll put it into perspective. You cannot really tell me what to do if you do not have the backing and force of strength behind you. Mm-hmm, so whether mm-hmm. that strength is a collective strength or an individual strength, you need to, if I feel like I'm I'm, 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 a, I'm a strong dude and I want to do whatever the fuck I want and you're going to try and stop me, you need to either be bigger than me or you need to come in numbers. Right? <laughs> um, generally speaking, the people who can afford to dispose, who are disposable biologically at least, and can come with those numbers are men because you you don't want to send five women to try and arrest one guy because if he kills all five women, then over time, if everybody keeps doing that, we have less women in the society and that's not good, right? The population decreases almost immediately, right? The more women that run out. Um, It's always better for a population to have more women than men because women are biologically more valuable than men in the sense that they have wombs and um, wombs are the way by which we continue our species. Right. Mm. So it's like these things are really fucking complicated. Right. It's 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 not as simple as saying men wanted to oppress women. It's I think the, the, the more accurate characterization is that men were willing to share the privileges, their biological privileges with the society as a whole for the benefit of the society, themselves as well, and women and children. Right? I'm willing to put aside my biological advantages and not necessarily compete one-to-one with other women, um, in order to, 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 to work with other men who also have similar privileges to build societies for everyone to live in and, um, to take up certain particular roles, um, um, roles of, let's say the protector and provider in times in which women might be particularly vulnerable, um, roles of maybe, uh, you know, the hunters and gatherers in and, in, in, you know, like it's not just as simple as men were attempting to oppress women because if it was really that simple, they would have just done it. They had the size advantage. They had the physical advantage. They would have just done it in most cases. And someone, was, so, someone could easily argue, yo, but ho- hold on. Historically, they have done it several times, right? And it's like, ah, uh, with every example would have to go case by case and not have to look into it. But the problem with debates is that you can't really address things real time. But I'm not seeing a lot of cases in which it's not debatable. There's no, I can't think of a, clear-cut case um, in which men did this and it worked out for the society in any event right um, uh, uh, I can't really think of it and, and that leads me to believe that maybe that's not necessarily the intention of men a lot of the time, right or that's not the intention of the collective consciousness of men it might be one or two men who figure out that they can gain the system to getting what they want but just because one of few men do it doesn't necessarily speak to all men who are participating in the system or 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 using the system as a tool to progress societies forward I think that's 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 unrealistic that that seems ridiculous to me if 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 yeah. if, if men truly wanted to oppress women, the world would look like the handmaid's tale but there's a reason why that's a story <laughs> that's a book right that's a
1: series there's a reason uh, why it's okay. fictional because the world doesn't really look like that uh, uh- uh, this is the funny thing. This is the funny thing, Huey, because I I think I think if we really, if, if both sides really want to have a, 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 honest and and good faith dialogue, I think they need to ask men if they even want to do, the things that uphold society and put themselves at risk for 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 women and children. Um, I think that is the starting point that that feminist and liberal people have to really ask, right? Because they 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 would use everything under the book to really say that, that patriarchy is, 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 is this oppressive system they would use the they would use the few um they would use the few instances that, that that women have been oppressed they would use they would use the selective few men that have oppressed the system to say it's an oppressive system and that's crazy they would they, they would say that how sex traffic form of patriarchy oppression well that's not true most men don't engage in sex trafficking only the underworld engages and the underworld is only made up of the minority of men right they they would use exactly they they would use they would use they would use the arab slave trade um happening in, in, in 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 africa back in the day when 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 they took women out of africa to 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 arab countries and i was like that's only one portion of the world right and and that wasn't the majority of men either (laughs) you understand that was still select few minority of men doing that because they had the power to do so so this this notion of using the minority to demonize the majority is 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 very like i don't know how to how to really put that It, it it's very basic it, it it it's too basic of a of a, of a point to really prove that in totality the system is just flawed or the system is just bad for everybody. I I think so sorry yeah sorry, sorry.
2: yeah go ahead yeah go ahead no I was about to say um yeah I, I, I think one thing that tends to happen is when people don't realize what they're saying when they say it. So when you say that it's, it's mostly men that do the X, Y, and Z, right? The implication is that there's something inherent to men or masculinity or maleness or manhood mm-hmm. that makes men do A, B, C, D, and E rather than saying that, um, you know, um, people um, who are motivated by X do X, Y, and Z. And then looking at who are those people likely to be and then breaking it up that way. So I'll, I'll put it to you like this. Um, you pointed out something interesting, which was that, you know, um, you know, let's say things like sex trafficking. So it's usually men who will sex traffic and all, uh, and, and all of that. And I'd say, no, no, it's usually criminals who will do the sex trafficking, right? And criminals who are able to get away with it, right? And who have incredible networks. And that could be a man or a woman because it turns out that there are a lot of female sex traffickers. <laughs> right. Um. Uh, we have just seen what's happened now with uh, Jeffrey Epstein. You know, you know, the guy who had the island or whatever, whatever. Um. Mm-hmm. Who committed suicide? He had like some kind of sex island or whatnot. Turns out that one of his PAC, he's, his 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 PIC, his partner in crime, uh, Jeline Maxwell, Jolene <laughs> Maxwell, right? Um. Mm-hmm. Was one of the, the the people primarily sort of luring and baiting these people in, right? And it's like. We tend to forget this. Well, I think we play a very dangerous game, an ironically sexist game, when we
1: believe <laughs> that
2: the ills of the world are as a result of masculinity or maleness. That's ironically sexist. That almost infantilizes women. Oh, like women, mm. like if, you know, <laughs> let, me, let, me, let me put it <laughs> not so eloquently, but I'm gonna keep it real. If women can do whatever men can do, Mm. we are meant to believe this and treat this, as to be, uh, treat this as true. Why don't we keep the same energy when it comes to whatever me- evil men can commit, mm. right? It's like, we can do whatever men can do, except the bad stuff, uh, right? right? <laughs> uh, nobody likes to admit that, look, women can do bad stuff too. So let's not lay fucked up societies at the feet of purely just men. Let's lay it at, at particular people and understand those people's motivations.
1: No, no, no. That's true. And I think I think I think that's a topic on its own. I, I think that's a topic after tying with feminism. Because um this this notion and, and they would say that 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 the woman who was in, in, in bed with with, with Epstein is, is suffering from internalized misogyny, right? She 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 was the second in command. He was the top. He was the head. So she was just doing what he wanted to do. That would be in misogyny. That would be the argument that 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 feminists and, and liberal people would actually want to see, right? And and this is the thing. This notion that, that woman could never be evil. I, I, I think people need to actually understand where that comes from and the notion of 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 what that really is this this need to the only thing that women is these delicate flowers that that can do no wrong in society is a crazy notion right and i think that is a whole topic by itself when it comes to feminism and how and how people view women in society uh, <laughs> but I, I don't know if people understood that um when women engage in the in the system of patriarchy, they could also be very brutal. <laughs> you understand? Like the women who, who were in, in, in the courts of kings as, as royalty, you understand what I'm saying? They could be very brutal upon men and women, especially well, to their
2: own sex. I would caveat that in general, that, um, mm. um, well, I would amend the statement. I don't think women need to participate in the system of patriarchy to be brutal. I think women are perfectly capable of being brutal. Um, We just tend to accept the circumstances in which they'd be brutal um, um, a lot of the times, right? Um, And sometimes to some degree, um, we completely ignore their brutality um, when it's sort of attached to some kind of when it's moralized to some degree, right? How many how many stories do we think of a woman as heroic for standing up to, let's say, her abusive boyfriend by murdering him, right? Mm. Um, not saying that she shouldn't do that. I'm just saying that that's, I mean, it's, it's still murder, whether it's for self-defense or not. It's still a brutal act, whether or not it's justified, right? That's still a brutal mm-hmm. thing. Or another example, right, that, um, you know, people say never mess with a mom or bear because, you know, a mother will do anything to protect a child. It's like, yeah that's good. It's good that she has that kind of brutality in her to protect the child, right? It's like Mm -hmm. we're perfectly aware um, on an intellectual and logical level that women can, for the most part, be just as dangerous as men, irrespective of whether we're talking about a patriarchy or irrespective of institutions, period, right? Um, I think the institutional, at the level at which we're talking about sort of um, institutionalized patriarchy and all of these things and misogyny and all of these things. I think before we get to those discussions, let's, let's agree on a couple of premises first, which is that um, exclusion and oppression are not the same. I think this is important for constructive discussion, that men and women are largely capable of similar things, right? Mm. Um, Morally, at least intellectually, emotionally, physically, maybe might be, be the only limitation, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but also there are outliers amongst women and there are also outliers amongst men, right? So yeah. when we say the average man is probably slightly stronger than the average woman, that's fine, right? We can all agree with that, right? Um, so, but everywhere else in all the other dimensions in terms of um, um, intellectual capacity, in terms of emotional capacity, in terms of moral capacity. Women aren't inherently more moral than men and men aren't inherently more moral than women. Mm. right? Um, so if we can agree that men and women are largely equal and there are slight differences in terms of physically, then that's a good premise to, to, to move the discussion forward because I can absolutely agree with that. Uh, let's just remember that and keep the same energy whenever we're talking about what's wrong with society. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I, that I, I see. That that is why I want that to make that a whole other topic because people love to do this, and and, and I've seen it. Like I've seen people say that women are, are 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 way more kinder, way more fair, way more moral than men, and I I I be like, how could even that be? I have seen women do the worst. Of the worst that I, I think men wouldn't even do. <laughs> you understand what I'm saying? And and it, it boggles my mind that some people would even take up that mantle to say that women are, are more moral than men. And if and if women was ruling the world, there would be wars. And if women were ruling the world, it would be way better than men ruling the world. And I was like, nah, that's that's not necessarily true. And 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 they keep wanting to bring up the few instances of women actually governing a, a, a nation or or running a kingdom to to, to to back up that talking point, and that's ridiculous to even begin with. Uh, I I I I have been privy to, to a woman running this country and and being the, one of the most corrupt people in government. <laughs> you understand more corrupt than some of the male the male leaders that came before her. Yeah, that's <laughs> you know what I'm saying. So yeah. I I think need to dial that back a little bit. They need to dial that back. Like humans are human beings. Um we, we tend to be we, we have the capacity for for that, that, that evil side, regardless of gender, but that that that's a crazy talking point.
2: <laughs> yeah. I, 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 I think Like I said before at the beginning, um, one of the issues that I think we see time and time again more often is that people haven't taken the time to really question and critically um, think through or analyze some of these talking points and these talking points are in vogue. Um, Right now, these talking points are what's hot on the streets. Um, This is what it takes to be woke. You just agree to X, Y, and Z premise. and you're all of a sudden a conscious, cool, caring person in society that um, is some kind of warrior of some kind, um, some righteous warrior of some kind, and that's, and that's the game, right? But the, 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 the unfortunate thing is the people who are parroting these things, I believe are further away from a solution to the problems they wanna fix as a result mm. of playing this game, um, I'll say this. I think women, a lot of women kind of know at an intuitive level and at and, and a sort of pragmatic level that feminism doesn't really care about women's rights mm. or what's good for women. It, it cares about seeding men's rights and privileges. It cares about balancing out the equation by um, taking men down rather than lifting women up. Um, I see this happen more, more, more often than not. Uh, it cares about a certain kind of woman, a particular archetype of, of a woman that they want to push for and encourage. But feminism doesn't like, I, I don't know how many feminist um, advocates or, or, or speakers or influencers are out there encouraging women to cooperate with men rather than compete with them. I rarely mm. see that. I don't know of, let's say, a feminist um, uh, influencer or advocate or any, or any of that who's particularly concerned about um, equitably um, increasing the things that women tend to naturally gravitate towards and be good at as a result of that, um, um, increasing uh, uh, the financial reward for that. Like, why doesn't feminism fight for, um, let's say, motherhood taxes or things like that? It's because I feel like they're not particularly concerned with what women actually want. I think they're more concerned with um, pushing or forcing women to become a particular type of woman that they think is should be respectable and. And, and and on par or on the same level with men in general, competing with men, women with sharp elbows to be competent. And it's like, I don't know. I, I, I just don't think that that's ever necessarily needed to be um, a woman's strength to, to be able to prove that she can do what a man can do. Why would we mm. want her to, right? We don't want a world full of more men. We want a world with men and women, right? Um. Why, why, why is there this push to sort of masculinize men to some degree? And ironically, the, 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 the part I find most interesting about this is that I'm seeing a weird pivot and, and switch happening between the genders now, right? So I see so often feminists be willing to demonize um, and, and create a term like toxic masculinity to demonize um, typical displays or ambitions or pursuits for power in men, um, and then completely applaud that when it's done by women. So it's like, feminism's solutions to the problems they had with men was to get more women to act like men, right? (laughs) Right? That's the thing, like, oh, men are dogs. Um, Men just abuse their rights and privileges and they'll cheat and they'll do all of these other things. And then we're like, okay, no slut shaming though, right? Women should be able to be promiscuous and it's her body, right? And it's like, oh, so your solution was Instead of getting men to sleep around less, you demonize them for sleeping around as much as they did and then turn around and decide, we're going to sleep around as much as men do, but you're not allowed to demonize us, right? And mm. it's like it's like your, your solution to all the problems you had with men is to tell men to stop being men, but create as many messages and, and narratives for women to be like men and then applaud it. Mm. This is why, this is why when, when, when dudes say it so simplistically and unelegantly and uneloquently, I don't ever correct them or respond to them because even when we flush it out, they're kind of right. When, 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 when dudes will typically say, oh, it's pretty clear that women just want to be men. It's like, yeah, it, it, it kind of feels that way. But not <laughs> even good men. They want to be really shit men, right? Men that we can all sort of maybe sort of collectively maybe come to a consensus to that, oh, these these are pretty shit men.
1: No, 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 that, that, that is true. And that is why people have said that um, when it comes to feminists and feminism, um, they don't necessarily want to dismantle the people. They want as much power in it with no consequences, with no responsibility they effectively just want to be men and and that's 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 the funny thing because as you said they would label masculinity as tux but they would they would praise and 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 empower and uphold women with masculine traits right they would they would praise a woman for being the most ambitious person on the planet for going marriage and, and making uh, more money than men would ever make. You know what I'm saying? And they would still demonize the system of patriarchy while doing patriarchal things. <laughs> and, uh-huh. and, and I think that is one of the problems that that, that that these people don't even see. They don't see it. They're just, they're just talking to talk. And talking to talk is never good you need to actually sit back and and, and analyze what the hell you're even doing. Because demonizing men to make women men will never be the the defining factor to to, to, to actually solve the issues that you see as the issues with with, with patriarchy. You know what I'm saying? And
2: that is... uh, 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 um deep problem long-term that is likely to manifest in a lot of confused boys and girls Mm. um, who might have intuitive senses as to what their identity actually is, uh, um, but have to reject that altogether. Right, because There's a sort of demonization of any socially constructed views in a lot of the woke left and liberal media today, Um, almost as if to say that socially constructed views are arbitrary at best, and there's no pragmatic grounding in any of these views or practicality in any of the views or things that we perpetuate. And I think that's deeply a problem. It's, it's, Mm. It's the kind of thing that can only come out of an era of a lack of gratitude. I think we are in the we we are in the era of the ungrateful. That's how I would characterize um, yeah. my generation and generations possibly to come. I'm a little bit surprised, luckily, you know, pleasantly surprised at at, at the gen- generation that's come just after mine. They're a little bit more um, sensible in some respects. Um, us millennials, kind of just, I don't know, we we're generally just batched crazy, right? Um, we are the generation of the underachieved, ungrateful, um, hedonistic, uh, 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 biggest crybabies. Um, like, we, I don't know what went so wrong with us. I think life was too good for us. <laughs> I, yeah, I, I can't. I, I can't put my finger on it.
1: No, I. I think. I think, bro. Um, even. Even. I think I think we, we just in this in this state of 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 abundance and privilege that we can't even see that um we just making hell on earth with this thing and, and i love to call I love to say that America and the West in general is is like ancient Greece, right? Because if we took a if we took a look at ancient Greece when when Socrates was was alive and they they, they had the, the opportunity and, and 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 flesh out philosophy uh, and talk about mm. issues of the world. Um, we 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 could have really see that it was a decadent society, right? It it was mm. it was rampant with with all sorts of issues, uh, and and we're not even seeing that we are we are turning the the world into 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 a bad place with with these with these things we are talking about. You understand? We don't we don't understand that. Um, the people who come before us fought for for for, for something way different than the hell we are doing right now. Um yeah, I think privilege breeds, breeds a little bit of um of ignorance. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it, it 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 really does a number us, man.
2: <laughs> yeah, it's 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 it's, it's, a, it's a crazy time. It's a crazy time we're living in. Um, hopefully it gets better, but I don't know. Um if we are the ones currently at the at uh in, in, in the next next up in line to lead generation support, mm. I'm truly scared. Uh, I hope not. I, I hope that the older generation can stick it out for a little bit longer, um um and then just pass it off to the generation yeah. underneath us and completely leave us millennials out of it. I don't think <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I don't think we're, we're 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 fit for this, and I don't think we are in the position to be sensible about anything that needs to happen to the the world. Um, we're too idealized. We, we're too lazy. I think one of the things that it is is the privilege of technology has kind of made us a bit lazy as well, right? With regards to yeah. doing information research, a lot of people will quickly Google definitions of words and think they've understood the word, right? And they won't look oh. into small contexts or do any more study into the word or things like that. And um, i not saying that you have to know every single word by definition that you, that, 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 that you use or whatever, whatever, but like what I'm saying is uh, I'm talking about like words in, in relation to sort of rhetorical talking points, right? Um, politis- politis- politicized rhetoric, right? So people will Google patriarchy, read an article by one person who says patriarchy is about oppressing women, and then watch a YouTube video where that message is reaffirmed and then think, oh, okay, yeah, sure, it makes sense. Patriarchy is obviously <laughs> about um, oppressing women. Um, that's how people are learning, and they're not doing deep dives into or asking, you know, the people who are saying these things to clarify, give, like no one's doing that, right? No one is really, especially with a platform like YouTube, you can leave a comment, but the likelihood that somebody's going to respond is kind of low for you as an audience member, right? So you'll see a video, video that's just blatantly wrong, but because it's produced so nicely, you just say, oh, okay, it must be a credible source. They must have money. Um, you see a bunch of likes on it. and You think, oh, okay. the more likes it is, the more people, you know, think it's right. It's like, have we forgotten that people can like something wrong, right? Um, people can like something just because it's entertaining and not because it's right. Or people can like something just to show support, not because they actually agree with like, likes don't mean that somebody is is correct, right? Just because something is popular or popular in the moment doesn't mean it's right. You know what I mean? Like, this is the problem with our, with, 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 with our society today and particularly our generation. Like we don't think things through, we don't analyze anything, we don't appreciate the body of knowledge that has gone into um, some of these actual talking points, right? Um, like when people casually just talk about how the patriarchy is the problem, it's like you have no idea what you mean by patriarchy. You have no idea what's been studied on the patriarchy. You have no—you're just parroting talking points by somebody who's also parroting talking points. It's like this endless cycle of just. Uh, uh, False pseudo parapetetic, you know, uh, uh, nonsense, garbage, wishwash, right? Um, (laughs) After I learned about what patriarchy truly is, um, and 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 really thought about it, and attempted to do some pseudo analytical work for myself, I realized um, I don't. I, I I would never say that I'm an anti feminist or that I don't like feminism or whatever. Feminism could do whatever. I'm 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 not concerned but I'm certainly pro-patriarch. That's my mission, right? Um, I'm proudly pro-patriarch, right? Because I think it was a great tool. I think it's a tool that can be improved. I think that women should participate with us in improving this tool. And I think this tool is important to give men purpose and meaning. Um, I think this tool is important to give women stability and um, safety and comfort. Um, I think it did a lot of that historically and doesn't get enough credit for it. I think as a tool, it might have been a little too easy for some men to abuse, um, to oppress some women. Um, but by and large, that's not the tool's fault per se. Right. By and large, then maybe what we should do is address those men who are oppressing women and figure out what was it that that that, that led them to that and then maybe restrict the access of the tool to them. Right? You know, kind of like how you would you you you'd try and tighten up gun control laws, right? Um, you would do it by saying maybe certain people shouldn't have guns. Maybe certain types of people shouldn't have access to guns. I think that should have been the solution. Maybe certain types of people shouldn't be allowed to participate in the patriarchy.
1: Yeah, I, I think I think that would be I I think that would be better discourse to be honest, than this dismantle the patriarchy or peg the patriarchy because because I think I think in in all the time that feminism has been around we know in the fourth wave um that that's decades later from the full suffrage movement i think with all the 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 scholars with all the the articles with all the discussion that has been taking place about patriarchy i think that 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 this generation now need to actually really do some some thorough reading some thorough research and really have a proper discussion. I think that is how we need to move forward. This, we need to improve on systems rather than just break down a system because breaking down a system creates chaos before you could even get stability. It's like it's like just breaking down of our government. Because if, if we were to break down the American government now into nothing, it will be hell on earth before we could even get a proper other system. And, and I know people have been asking about what we could replace with patriarchy. And some people say matriarchy, but the thing is, before you could even put in the system of matriarchy, you had to go through a period of just pure chaos before you could even establish that, because structure and order, without structure and order, there's just chaos. And out of chaos, it gets structured order. So I think improving upon systems is way better than just breaking down the system. I think that should be way better than 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 what we're speaking about now in present times.
2: Yeah, absolutely. I think that 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 that, that should always be the way forward. But like I said, this is an unpopular idea because our generation has never really had to struggle for much and all of that. And so we're looking for an arbitrary struggle and we're looking for an enemy. Um, it's, it's, it's far more satisfying to break down a system and then say to ourselves, oh, we took down a huge enemy rather than to fix it, right? And, and, and say we were a part of, we were just another tool or a cog in fixing this bigger machine that's probably more responsible for the world's greatness than we could ever be, right? It's not as fun. Right, it's it. It doesn't have that heroic element to it to say I was part of the team. We want to be the underdogs, and we want to say, "Oh, the team, the giants, they're they oppressors." Mm. You know, like and, and 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 that's what I think is part of the problem. And I I think that's why this patriarchy narrative has run away from so many people and run away oh. with so many people. The things that people will attribute to patriarchies is baffling to me, oh. especially with the era and. The, the, the generation we're, su- we're supposed to to be in, supposedly in, right? So, for example, they'll say that um, a man behaves a certain way because of internalized misogyny, and um, this is a result of the patriarchy, right? And he does all of these negative, toxic things as a result of that, right? And then simultaneously turn around and then accuse that person of having, like let's say, some kind of mental illness or any of those things. And it's like, well, if the person has mental illness or any of those things, why isn't that the lead cause as opposed to the patriarchy? And then, you know, best rebuttal to that would be to say, well, the patriarchy has caused a lot of mental illness and whatnot. And then you say, well, if you're part of the patriarchal system as well, um, and a beneficiary of it to some degree, or you can't escape that patriarchal system, then perhaps you have a mental illness too. So what makes your mental illness better than mine? Right. And then it becomes like a weird, you know what I mean? Like it just becomes a weird <laughs> um, circuitous back and forth of of, of assigning blame um, and, you know, um, Ultimately, no one wants to take responsibility, so perhaps it's easier to blame the tool or a system, um, and say it's patriarchy.
1: Yeah, I think I think yeah that 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 has to be, that really has to be the discussion moving forward when it, when it really comes to this thing. Um, yeah, man, this. <laughs> This has really been this has really been a, a, a good discussion, man. But anyway, um, I think I will end this 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 episode right here. I, I know you have um things to do, bro. Um, I have some other things to do too. So um, we will definitely put a pin on this episode. Um, as with all as with all discussions, there there's more questions coming up in discussions, and there's more topics coming up in discussions. Um we will definitely have your back on for other topics, bro. Most definitely moving forward. Um, I think this particular episode has been, has been very edifying. It, 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 very intellectual. We dived into a lot of things. So with that being said, um, I will let you, tell the people where they could find you on all platforms and uh, we will lead off with, with clues in this, this episode.
2: Right. Um, so, um, if people are, I guess, interested in, in reaching out to have more discussions like this, um, feel free to reach out to me on Facebook. I'm, I'm going to get back to, I guess, improve on my Facebook page. I used to have one. Um, um, but I'm going to be, I guess, consider putting out considerable content on, on, on Facebook, just type in Huey the goat on Google. Most of the searches that you find are going to be me, um, Huey the Goat on Google, Huey the Goat on um, Behance, Huey the Goat on LinkedIn, whatever platform, just Huey the Goat. Um, Huey the Goat on Fiverr, if you're interested in hiring me for any of my services, I'll be extending those services out as well. Um, find me on Clubhouse. Um, unfortunately, my original account Huey the Goat got um, banned for attempting to speak truth. To, um, <laughs> Um, so it's going to be the goat Huey um, and follow the Black Brotherhood and you'll likely see me in one of those rooms and we've got a discord coming up. Um, I'm setting that up now as we speak um, to have uh, some interesting um, debates and discussions and more content there. So um, just type up Huey the goat on, on Google and reach
1: out to me however uh, works for you. And thank you for uh, having me. Yeah, bro, you know it, it, it has been a pleasure, man. I, I really wanted to I want I wanted to lead off this 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 beginning of, of, of season three of this podcast with, with you as the guest on, on this topic. Um it's it's gonna be a beautiful season three. I'm, I'm coming with a lot of smoke. So yeah, you know, man. The, the pleasure is all mine for having you here. Um y'all know me, man. I, I'm your host, Trini Hotep. Um Y'all could find me on all platforms, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, TriniHotep98. I'm now on Clubhouse, right? I'm on Clubhouse, same handle, TriniHotep98. Y'all could definitely be there. Um, I, I, I'm building my platform over there heavily, just like every other platform. Y'all could find me on all of that shit. Um, that's where the smoke gonna be. And so y'all know what it is, my black people. You do know how we do, man. This episode was great. You know what I'm saying? Um, prepare for another 400 years. You already know that the shit ain't gonna get no better. <laughs> yes, yeah, sir. So, so prepare 500 years. Um, Huey the goat, man. Huey, my bro. See, see young clubhouse, bro. Definitely gonna be out there later. Um, yeah, man. Peace, family. You already know what it is.